just one of them days when I gotta be all alone. It's just one of them days. Dear 20-something, it's your girl, Itty Bitty J, and I am now currently hanging out with my two good girlfriends. I'm just going to allow them to introduce themselves. Hello, world. My name is Lala, and I am so happy to be a part of the conversation tonight. And Nadine, as always, I'm back. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so um, basically, we're just going to be talking about um, growth. So I had like this idea and a concept and I had asked my girls about like, you know, how to further the conversation and Nadine mentioned just kind of like, you know, growth is a good way to start it and it's kind of broad and we can take it from different like point of views and just take it in different avenues and you all can also join in the conversation by like just commenting or telling me what you think or um, how you feel about some of the things that we're saying. So... <clears throat> One thing that I, like, really, really feel like currently what I'm experiencing is, like, you know, sometimes when you leave, like, you know, your family and you go off, like, and you come back, you don't really truly relate as much and you can have difficulty, like, just kind of meshing with them. And um, I know I'm going through that right now. Um, but you were talking about uh, growth, Nadine. So, like, how, what is your perspective on, like, growth and, like, how you feel, like, like how that relates to you right now? Um, right now, I think that I am in a weird space because I, I see myself outgrowing not just my family aspect, but because um, I really haven't had, I kind of feel like I've been away from my family for a while now, other than like my mom and my dad, my sister, but my the people that grew up with me, I've been away from them, so they really don't know me in this phase of my life, but also the friends that I feel like I've had over the course of the last few years, I've outgrown them, and you know, and it hurts, for instance, you know, I know, I talk about my best friend a lot, and me and her, we never really fell out, but we outgrew each other, and that's even a harder conversation to have with other people who knew us prior to, because it's like, hey, you know, you guys used to always be together, but we just outgrew each other. There's not any harshness there, but I just wanted something different, and she went a different way, and so growth has been a very um, isolating process for mm -hmm. me. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that's that's where I am with my growth right now. It's just dealing with that isolation of it, of needing it, and um, becoming comfortable in that. Yeah, I think that's pretty cool. Like like you know, that's like when you said like growth is just you have to become comfortable with that too because it is uncomfortable. Yeah, like you know, anything that has to do with change is going to be uncomfortable. Um, just because you're unsure, you don't know what the outcome is going to be and the, the process feels uncomfortable um, for growing. I know with me, um, with my growth, it seems like it's more uncomfortable for me than the people around me because it's like, yeah. I feel like I'm slowly walking into the territory that I want to be in and you're trying to fit in or you're trying to become the person that you want to be, you know? And a lot of it is, a lot of people really don't know 
what they're doing. We just yeah. kind of act like, or we <laughs> pretend we know what we're doing. To, and that's a lot of people that's doing that. Um, but once you get it, you got it. And one, one thing I love about going back home and going back to where I came from is um, the humbling aspect of seeing um, how far you've grown, how much you've um, come through. And like one thing I will say about my family is that they've always been very receptive to learning. So I feel like whenever I grow, my family grows. Whatever I've learned and I want to put them on, even if they're not, even if I have to water it down for them, they're always receptive of it. So it's like you could be that black sheep. You could be that person to step out and leave um, in an uncomfortable environment. I was the first person to leave to go away from college. And um, my sisters, and so they were... My, my older sister just wasn't willing to do that and we're from a small town but it was nerve-wracking for me to leave um but it's my new normal now yeah and whenever I come home I get a warm reception and it's always like whatever I bring home ideas food you know experiences it's always like hey if you can do it we can do it you know like if you win it we win it and I love that because it's, it shows that we're all expanding and um, that's the goal, yeah. you know. You see, for me, it was like, it's similar, but there's very, like, <clears throat> a lot of um, differences and differences, like, with you in my situation. So, for me, I, I'm also, like, a first-gen and... I could I can't say that I can describe my family as one that's open to change. Is you're very um just conditioned to just like the day-to-day life. Like that's just what you're used to. So even me going away that was just kind of like that came out of me just being stubborn like I know this is just there's more to life. This is just not me. And when I went away, like, I I even had a moment of, like, being sh- shocked, like, into, like, this whole way of, like, resolving conflict or, like, looking at life different, like, people and, like, how they, like, just take on perspectives. And so it, it opened my mind and it wanted, it made me want to, like, want to learn more about myself and, like, see how much, like, things I can, like, get into, like, how can I push the, like, envelope, and I knew always that I wanted to be, like, able to kind of break the cycle with my family of, like, just doing, like, the, you know, just the same thing over and over again because they didn't have the opportunity to know the answers, so for me, like, now that I'm in that position and, like, I've become comfortable with searching and finding new things about myself and, like, just becoming like more of like who I love and not versus like a person that just regrets and just hides like their voice behind just fear and like now that I'm like I get put in those like family situations like like you say it's a humbling experience and like before when I was thinking about it, I was just like hmm I don't know if I feel humble but in a sense like like you said like you get there and you see like how far you've come so for me I had to become comfortable with you're gonna be on even if you're uncomfortable like you're gonna have to get used to this like so like instead of minimizing like it's just kind of like I'm comfortable with you being uncomfortable with this version of me right, right, right. so uh, that's what like you gotta shine regardless you yeah. gotta show your colors and but that was uncomfortable for me before like it was more so like once I got back I would just kind of minimize myself to like doing the old things that I'm used to so they wouldn't feel like I'm you know I'm different you know right, what I'm saying right right so 
a lot of people they expect you um you know with the black community um we're still working on helping one another and uniting um but i think the black community community is just so used to um a lot of our fellow men and women leaving and changing yeah. you know becoming a new person and forgetting where they yeah. came from you you see a lot of celebrities in media um you know i won't name anyone specifically but you whether it's politics or entertainment or you know sports it's like the conditions that made you you know yeah. that gave you that grit and the backbone and the 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 tenacity just to be who you are yeah. um you leave that behind and you part of you um like we, we call it growth you know you adapt to your environment um so you are you are a new person you are a better version of yourself but then you forget where you came from or you forget what responsibility comes with this new role because I personally feel like it is a responsibility mm-hmm. to um you know take someone with you teach yeah. someone mentor someone or go back and and do something for your community to show that you haven't forgotten about showing up yeah. and showing your face is not enough you know yeah. yo personally yeah. But that's what that's what um, the future's for, because that's why we have these conversations is to start shifting the dynamic. Because yeah, we're we, all family. You know? And like I was um, mentioning um, earlier before, like off the podcast about just the whole like the existence of the crab in a barrel, um, like analogy when it comes to like black people. Because like if you think about it, most most other. Um, races or communities they sometimes always have somebody at the door a gatekeeper who's telling like hiring their Mm -hmm. own kind or uh, giving them the opportunities to be in those positions to have generational wealth and like sometimes with our people we tend to focus on like you know not not working on what we're doing like looking at somebody else's plate and letting our food go cold because they're like you know watching we're watching them eat and it's just like you become jealous and envious and then like you would rather you be on top than your own your own people and like I think it's good what you're saying because now we need to focus on like how how can we produce like more gatekeepers like how can we a lot like help our own people so I think it's really important to like yes you know, it can be an uncomfortable journey to leave, you know, become, be the first to do something and take the blows and things like that. But it's important to never forget where you came from. And I guess that's what you mean by humbling um, as well. Um, but it's important. Like, we need more people, like, with our, you know, and with our people to be able to do that for us. Yeah. And I feel like, um, for me, I think I've always really been that outlier um, because I came here from Africa and like my my cousins really just didn't know much about who I was and so I think that um, a lot of what they assumed about me you know kind of gave me this image of oh she's a goody two shoes and, blah, blah, blah. and now I'm kind of growing up they really never took the opportunity to really get to know me in depth mm-hmm. um, and so it's it's interesting going home because, you know, it's still like I'm still that outsider in a way, even though like I've 
grown up with you guys you know we've been through all this together but you guys still really don't know me you just know that oh you know this is my cousin from Africa whatever whatever and like I'm just now getting to the point where like certain of them will reach out to me and we'll talk um but even then like the the conversations aren't it's not what's the word I'm looking for it's not really conversations of much substance for me because of where I am right now in life and as much as I want to like bring them along this journey with me you know I want them to move out of that place I want them to want to better themselves I want to show them I want to teach them but then there has to be a willingness there as well to accept that you know just because this is where we are this is where you are this doesn't mean this it's how you have to live you don't yeah, have to it doesn't live define in a you it doesn't define who you are and you're not conditioned to your environment you can always change what you want like it's all about like just believing wanting and like just working at it like it takes work regardless I, I, it's it's funny um how all everyone here no one here is um everyone here has some kind of like caribbean or african roots so um this we wouldn't call this our homeland you know um just just because you're jamaican i'm haitian and you're i didn't know you were from africa Mm -hmm. but um it's cool to to hear that because i think what like it makes me think about our parents and our and you know the people who actually had to take that journey to come overseas into a new country you know adapt a new language and just just become make that decision but become comfortable with doing that like you think it's bad going home uh, an hour drive a <laughs> uh, five hour drive. imagine yeah. going back to your home country yeah. and and the the growth and the different oh you brand new <laughs> oh you forgot about us like it's so and and the same thing with the responsibility it's like um i grew up watching my mom um taking uh, every month taking a portion of her income to make sure that her family back home was taken care of and now that that's instilled in me I know that that's something I want to do and I have you know I want because it's just it's a it's a blessing you know Mm -hmm. to even see how far we've come you know because hell moving from one apartment to another apartment (laughs) that is a headache you know moving from one city to another city just you know promotions all these things and changes that happen in life um it scares us and is but you you quickly get comfortable with where, where you are and you're looking for that next opportunity but you forget to look back and see how far you've come and not just you what your ancestors contributed to you because you could you didn't do it all by yourself you know and then you you still know you got farther you want to go like dang I'm not even halfway there where I want to be you know and imagine where your kids will go and all that it's it's very yeah. humbling it's, it's, you know? I, and it's very tough you know to Absolutely. take on the responsibility as it is um, but I don't know it's, I just know it, it's tough it's tough to take on, to be the one to take on that responsibility mm-hmm. and regardless of like the criticism or what you you know tell yourself throughout of it you know you still have to remember like why you why you're doing it in the first place so it it can be it can be tough 
Home will, yeah. yeah. Home will remind you of why you're doing it to begin with. Yeah. I, I know, like, sometimes I'll be so worn out from work, from life, and I'll just look forward to going home and just being in there. Nothing could be going on, just being in the presence of family, yeah. laughing and stuff. It just is a refresher. It is. is. Picks you back up. It is, especially after, like, life beat you down. Like, You know, I was, I know this is, this is kind of off topic, but when we're talking about growth and um, um, just how far we've come as a black community, because we're getting there, man. We had a yeah. black president, so we, we getting somewhere. We, we have black people in like, you know, in <laughs> um, Congress now. Right. Um, so we're so, growing yeah. as a community. And uh, I, I've been thinking about the um so the people we see the most of course are celebrities and Mm -hmm. stuff on tv Mm -hmm. and they kind of mold and shape um the ideas of um ourselves and our lives and what we want for ourselves and um i'm i'm looking at the couples and the people that's in the spotlight right now and i really have to applaud the the recognition that's being given to black couples Will yeah. and Jada, Beyonce oh and Jay Z, yeah. yes. even Cardi and her no good. Ass. <laughs> oh, you know, it's just like really mine, papoose. You know, like, black it's love. like these this, and it's not perfect because these people are being honest about it, but they're sticking it out. Yeah. And I can appreciate that because that's not something we're used to seeing, and that's not how culture has depicted. But I just appreciate people. how like society has like just turned its eyes towards us now yeah, like in every way of life you know the yeah. arts if you think about like what's on film now like even in television music like fashion yeah yeah like yeah everything it's, it's, that's now pop culture yeah uh, you know? being black is pop it, it is it is you see it's true. they can wear it out Oof. Once the other culture started dabbling into it, yeah, it's it's pop culture. It's um, so it's, so they are watching Always have us. Been. They Trans are watching us, and I appreciate the people because I now that I'm older and I'm hearing about the stories of like Whitney Houston and um who was the um um. Who was anime? The one who was getting beat, Tina Turner. Uh, Tina Turner. <laughs> oh, Aaliyah. You know, oh, just gosh. Our, <laughs> we're not even. Listen, we're not going to go straight, there, but I'm just let's saying. Let's just like, straight away from Aaliyah. She you know, R. Kelly. Just all uh, of this stuff. Uh, oh, <laughs> she's just throwing it out. Because uh, it, it, it is our history. It is our culture. <laughs> you know, and, and I, everything that is happens in the dark will come to light. Oh. But that's not our. I'm not saying. We, it's not still stuff that's happening in the dark, but we are lit. But there's more. There's more good examples for yeah. us to follow. There's more people for us to respect. Yeah. We got billionaires. But, they, but you know, honestly. Know. They I, they did have like you know representation back then too because if you think of like Fresh Prince you know Cosby yeah. uh, you know oh, Lord. I, mean, I mean you know but listen right now they're ripping all these people away from us so it's getting, it's getting hard to know but you know but that, but there was representation so now there's more and different kinds different flavors different that's versions true. so yeah, that's, that's really true. good too because like Will done held it down Ooh, Lord. Will holding it. I think too. Um, I don't know if y'all read. Oh, this but, my jam. Um, Jay Z and Kylie Jenner have like 
top matched yeah they matched other. as far as like mm-hmm. uh the top entertainers and it's interesting because jay-z look at how long it took him to get to that point and kylie jenner who is not a black person is being supported broadly by black people and by ripping off black culture and i just feel like what goes into that too is the fact that you know time and technology have changed you so if they had like streaming and all type because she made music too if you you know kylie she made music yes child Oh. <laughs> yes. I don't know if we have a sample. <laughs> I don't know if I want to hear but, her uh, sample. Uh, right. Yeah, it's, 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 she has But you know, job. it's just, it was like, it's, my point is that it's taking from black culture is how she's getting mm-hmm. this off of lips that she fake fake lips to look like a black girl's lips to sell to black women and other women. You know, it was just, it's, it's stealing, it's robbing from our culture, and then she's capitalizing off of it. And it's I just mean, one could that, argue Ari right now. I mean, Ariana Grande, like... Oh, yeah, no. You know, this one, this yeah, recent song, that, yeah. sheesh, I mean... <laughs> so dang. many people were saying, like, <laughs> like, I heard so many samples, um, but, yeah, but I, I mean, mean, I get it. It's just, I'm you know, it's... It's just the music game right now is just so saturated. Ariana Grande is a great artist, but I do yeah. feel like, you know, there. I feel like our community is doing too much to like to gravitate towards us too because they we always do that. We yeah. we we always glorify somebody who is just taking our style who don't yeah. look like us, you know, whatever, yeah. and then get mad when they, you know, the take over, <laughs> take over. Because I mean, but we, exactly, we always like, get mad. Think about all the other black porn pornos that hit the internet before oh, Kim God. Kardashian. And y'all chose to glorify her. I mean, but, but she was <laughs> in the industry, Ford. though. She was... Oh, she... she okay? I, I know she's going through something. Right yeah. Now. She had got into mm-hmm. an accident. So, like, I don't know about that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I'm just saying, but we had still, other... We yeah. Had, we had... But, like, Iggy, yeah. who they did yes. that to Miley Cyrus. Yeah. Um, You know, so, like, you can't really be mad, like... I was actually on the subject of, um, like, black couples. I was actually uh, talking to a friend of mine, and I was clearly uneducated about it. I didn't do enough research because I went off of what I saw on TV, like, oh, black men, white women, you know, oh, this is all you guys want. And he was like, Nadine, like, the majority of black men are married to black women. And he said the majority of black successful men, I'm not saying famous, but successful are married to black women so i went and i did my research at that point i'm like damn like yeah it's a large the major a large majority of black men are married to black women even though that's not what we see on tv right. you know they don't publicize it but there are a lot of successful speaking black of women. which like the commercial we just recently saw like with yeah. the white grandma <laughs> yeah. and the granddad was black well, and the grandkids yeah, the, the, the mixed generation is yeah. um Taking part population as well, so yeah. they're incorporating that. But I mean, we but that's how it's always been when it came to like marketing on TV. Like they never like marketed to our community. Like they're always mm-hmm. marketing to like what would sell. Like who's mm-hmm. paying attention? And like right now, you know, like because like they don't want to depict like black people as loving, soft, like um, you know, being able to express, being human. Like I have a problem with that. I have we a were problem known with as anger, angry, or my abusive um, with like for instance and i won't say any names but i know a few of my cousins that you know always have kids or they prefer to have kids with men that are outside of their race which is their prerogative but for me like and it's it's almost like a 
uh, thing that I've watched them grow to self-hate in a way, their dark skin, the self-hate, and things that I always thought was beautiful because, I mean, like I said, I'm African, so to me, like, that is beautiful. Like, I want it to be dark. I want it to be, you know, melanated. Like, I wanted my daughter to be brown. Like, I want my daughter to be brown, you know? So it was hard for me to see that, you know, oh, you, you're sticking out in this terrible relationship with this man because oh you want to have these kids that are mixed and you don't you know it's just and I don't know if it's just where she is or where they are that is causing that or just that oh I want to have light-skinned babies and even like their moms are like oh yeah my daughter my grandbabies are light-skinned and I'm like okay my son is brown and he loves being brown you know like he takes pride in that like no I'm not white I'm brown like Mm -hmm. (laughs) that's his thing you know and he doesn't see his color as a um as a negative thing so I try and keep him away from that as well but I just see that self-hate and that coming from the parents first of all that started that oh you're brown oh you're dark they're like your daddy and then all of a sudden now she's grown up to hate and he's grown up to hate his skin color now you've purposefully put yourself in a situation where it is negatively impacting you but yeah. because you don't want to have brown babies or you don't have dark skinned kids because oh this is what I was taught was ugly or this is what I taught was I just think it definitely comes from like just the beginning of like you know how we got here and like how they you know the whole willing lynch letter and how like they construct mm-hmm. us to think of ourselves so it definitely comes from that and it definitely comes from like not knowing and honestly we have to give our community like a lot of credit for like you know we just don't know sometimes because a lot of people haven't done their research and they're ignorant to do so like you know we weren't even able to read you know at one point so you know like that passed on for generations you know what I'm saying like so at some point you know yes it's sad but we have to give ourselves credit but like we were saying earlier the ones who do have the keys to open those doors for other people it's our responsibility to give that knowledge to somebody else you know knowledge is only powerful when you share it so the fact is you know we are aware that the people like the community that we come from may be a little different which is why we chose to go out and seek more so we have to be able to give that knowledge back and then you know at that point if a person chooses not to you know to you know be responsible or take that information and apply in a way that is positive then that's not your fault that's ignorance on that part then at that point then you can judge them you know but before then it's just like you know like we got to be careful too to give ourselves like credit it's just like uh, we weren't allowed to do a lot of things back then and that was passed on from generations too so it's a cycle yeah it is and you have to break those so you know i i definitely like you know want to have like my offspring like you know look like me and like you know love who they are and know who they are because like that's also a powerful thing we weren't always Mm -hmm. able to be proud of who we were and like we have so many versions of representation now so that's a good that's a good thing like like Mm -hmm. even for us to be able to have this conversation like you know like sometimes they like even with in like the white community like if we were having this conversation they would be like you know what well what about us what about white women you know oh why do gosh, you know yes. and it's always like that so it's, it's just like terrible how they do and it's just like yeah. why do y'all have to you know let us have this like yeah. like I, I love i love our people like i love who we are so and one thing i wish that we would embrace more in the african-american community is like being one and like when i look at african-americans i look at africans i look at other cultures like other 
islanders and things like that is yeah. that we don't mind living collectively yeah. in order to achieve something like yeah. outside of african americans like you know we'll live your grandma your auntie your cousins whoever you'll see us in one setting um because every and everyone's working and they're like oh you know foreigners they're always working or they always live in one place but we do that to build up something more than what you know is right here in this moment we do that to help each other versus african americans a lot of the times you know oh i don't want to live with my mama i gotta leave her house i'm gonna leave her house and then you know everybody's living separately whereas if we would come together and just put our money together put our resources together we could really grow and that's something that african americans we you know i feel like we like that in our communities yeah so i definitely agree with that too and and like you said too there may be a statistic out there that says like you know we we actually do love ourselves you know like more than they show us or tell us that we do you know mm-hmm. and you know words are powerful things so if we have the power to change the narrative we should definitely practice like different ways of like how we speak on ourselves and like how we look mm-hmm. at ourselves because that's also like important so um do you guys have any final words on you know the topics that we spoke on tonight i think that was my final word (laughs) for real mine as well like i just Mm -hmm. stated well thank you guys for just tuning in to a raw conversation um tonight so make sure you guys tell a friend to tell a friend and even if you feel alone that's just because you haven't heard me yet so (laughs) rate comment and come back for more bye bye